Hey guys, and welcome to Broad Street to Britain, a UK Phillies podcast, and it's the big one. It's the annual NL East review, uh, review, I wish, preview. Uh, we haven't got through the season yet, and it is me, Dave Shaw, at the UK Phillies, and I am joined by some great guests. You may know them all by now, you should do by now. They've been on quite a few times. Let's go in order with our champions, the Atlanta Braves. For the Braves, you've got Bob, Bob. How are you, my man? Good to have you back on. I was going to say, Dave, it's a preview for the rest of the division, but we already know what's happening with the Phillies, so we might as well review them now. But I'm looking forward to it. Cheers, Bob. And for the, <laughs> for the Marlins, we've got Pete Pratt, of course, the one and only Pete Pratt. Pete, how are you, mate? Doing well, Dave. How are you getting on? I'm, I'm good. I'm I'm quietly confident, Pete. We'll get to that shortly. Yeah, yeah. See you all sleeping on us. Pete looking <laughs> sharp for those that can't see him. Grease style hair, jet back, <laughs> t-shirt. It looks like he's on holiday all the time. I don't know how you do it. Um, for the Mets, we've got uh, Tracy Wilkes, of course. Tracy from the UK Mets Online. Tracy, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Dave. It's nice to see you're optimistic as usual at this time oh. of year. I don't expect it to last. Oh, great start. And <laughs> it's, it's February. Oh, thank you. Yeah, what right. else? What else? Oh boy, it's the sign of things to come. And for the Nationals, we've got. Rob from the uh, National UK. Rob, how are you, mate? Hi, Dave. How are you doing? Very well. Rob, of course, you were right. first on last time and uh, you're going to be last this time, but we'll get to that. But uh, good to see you, buddy. And thank you for coming on. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. Okay, let's let's get into it then. So basically, it's going to be a roundtable and at least preview show. We'll go through one by one, talk a bit about last season, a little bit about what's to come this season, and we've got plenty of questions to throw at these guys, Ryan Roundtable style, and of course, the questions from you guys on social media. So let's waste no more time. Let's get into this with Bob from the Braves, everybody. Hello, Bob. Yeah, round of applause. Well warranted. Yeah, let's do that. Oh, didn't feel right. <laughs> I, 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 I did it in post, day. I did it in post. Uh, <laughs> so Bob, 2020, what a year 35-25, your record uh, You lost 4-3 to Dodgers in the NLCS You won a, you won a postseason series That was pretty good uh, you Two, project- two, count them uh, You count in the world uh, Alright uh, <laughs> 2020, yeah. 2021, USA predict you uh, As a projection of 93-69 So first of all, briefly last year What clicked for the Braves? What got him so close to the World Series? It was all right, wasn't it? Um, yeah, having um, like one of the top three or four offenses as baseball and probably the best bullpen means that when the rotation was like, pretty horrific, um, it didn't really matter. Yeah, like, you know, it. you can excuse 60-game sample size if you like, but offensively that team was pretty darn excellent. Um, I'll, I'll mention the 29-run the run game against the Marlins. Sorry, Pete. Um, amongst other things. So, yeah, team was good. Rotation wasn't good. But, yeah, you know, 
you don't if you don't win the final game of the year, then it's always a bit of a disappointment. But Braves fans have been waiting since 2003 for a postseason win, and and we got two of those, and we ran like the best baseball team the last decade at least to a game seven. So um, no real complaints on that either. And moving to this year, Kipnis, Azuna resigned, Morton, Smiley, Tomlin added to the uh, rotation. It's improved. You've now got depth as well. Is it one, enough to win the division again? Is it two to this time get to that World Series? Uh, <laughs> good question. Um, I think it is enough to win the division. I mean, it may not. Um, but the, the rotation like can't be as bad as it was last year. Like I think overall the, the Braves rotation ERA was something like 27th in baseball, yeah. uh, which isn't ideal. Uh, that they'll hope for more from Ian Anderson, Morton and Smiley both look pretty good as well. Um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the other teams in the division. I think we're as good as anyone else in the division. Whether we're better is another question. Um, can we beat the Dodgers? Yeah, in a seven-game series, maybe. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll have to see, I guess. What's the Braves' biggest weakness? Because every team, this is a hell of a division. A lot of strong points to all these teams. But all these teams do have a little kink in their armour. What would be the Braves? What would give hope to the other four teams? Um, I feel like this is like one of those job interview questions where you answer it with a strength. Um, but like, I, I think that the, the, the biggest challenge we've got is that because a lot of the roster seems so well set, like it's been very difficult this off season to really bring in any depth guards behind it. Yep. Um, you know, we brought in Kipnis, we brought in Jake Lamb, who were, you know, bench bats that can pick around the edge, but it's very difficult to sell a free agent on the Braves unless it's, you know, one of the big three that we signed because like, there's there's no game time to be had. Like, you're not going to get in at first. You're not going to get in anywhere in the infield unless Austin Riley starts badly. Marcelo Zuna's back, so he'll play in left field. You're not going to get in the outfield. We've got options there. Travis Darno's really good. You're not going to get in there. Um, so, yeah, I think that's, you know, if everyone stays healthy, I think this team's really good. But that's the challenge is, is that if Freddie Freeman goes down, we got nothing. Um, and, and no one really has, right? Like, you know, the Dodgers aren't replacing Cody Bellinger that easily either. Um, but I think that's probably the biggest challenge we've got. You can keep everyone reasonably healthy. This team will be there or thereabouts. You reckon? What do, what do you reckon? Heart, heart and head. World Series? I say, uh, um, NLCS is realistic, but like if it's the Dodgers or the Padres, I mean, that's that's real tough after that. But I kind of think, like, you know, if you got to NLCS every year, you'd, you'd, you'd fancy your chances after that. Like, yeah, that, that's, you yeah. know, anything beyond that. Yeah, the Braves payroll is going to go down versus last year, at least what it would have been last year. Um, so, so we kind of have to keep that in mind as well. Um, but a lot of money has come off the book, so I think it'll be about a wash. Um, but, yeah, I, I think we'll, we'll be good. But, yeah, this team is playing a win right now, like, you know, it's not, you know, the sky's not going to fall in if we don't make the playoffs, but like that's that's clearly not like a good year anymore. Yeah. All right. All right. That that for now, that for now, I told you I'll keep this to a tight schedule. That for now, Bob, is 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 good. We'll come back to you, Bob, very shortly. We'll do the roundtable questions. But that's a little bit on the Braves from Bob. Thank you very much. And uh, let's go to second is our man, Pete Pratt. Pete, oh Mary Marlins. Pete, second, second in the running for the first time and maybe the only time in a long time. So uh, let's let's make the most of it. Pete, how are you? I'm doing well. This is insane. How am I speaking second? 
How are the Marlins second in this division? <laughs> Considering last year you expected to be quote the whipping boys, you and you have expected to fight the Pirates for last place. I had to listen to the last year's one. You were very, you weren't downbeat, but you were very realistic that you were going to be the whipping boys. And here you are, mate. Thirty-one twenty-nine last year, NLDS swept swept by the Braves, but <laughs> beyond wildest expectation, the the dream season for the Marlins. Let's go into that a little bit. Again, like I asked Bob, what was the key to that incredible season? It was a wild, wild ride. You, you, when you think back, the Marlins, second place there, you know, beating the Cubs as well in a in a wild card series, obviously t- getting taken down by the Braves. But with all that COVID situation, the Marlins used 61 players. Ooh, 61 wow. players they used. In, in, in 60 games. It's absolutely insane. They had 35 pitchers pitch for them. Like, the Marlins should have been nowhere near second place with all, effectively their, you know, half the team missing for half the season. It's, it was just insane. But the boys, listen, they rode the wave, the bottom feeder stuff from the Phillies kind of spurred them on, you know, chip on the shoulder. But listen, the Marlins were built, were, were built how we're built on young pitching, that's good. And that's the secret for the Marlins, right? We're not going to be yeah. blowing teams away. That's just not the way they're built. They're, they're there to keep in, keep close and chip away. Decent back-end leverage bull, bullpen last year. So, you know, they just they squeaked out games. They just hustled it. But yeah. to, to come second, it was, it was just a fairy tale season, if I'm completely honest, you know, because of what went on, the wider stuff. So wild, wild. Absolutely. I was going to say, the thing I just find about the Marlins is that everybody they called up contributed in one way or another. And that is so rare. And not only that, but like you said, you knew how to grind out wins. There was nothing flashy about it. You just got on with it and won games, gritted it out. You had that, that determination, that young spirit in that team. However, <laughs> in 2021, 75-87 projected by USA today. You haven't done a lot in the offseason. Is this team better than last year's team? I think it is. I think it is better. The two reasons. So offensively, we acquired uh, Starling Marte at the deadline. So we brought him back, picked up the option. So you got a all-star center fielder there. Snuck in uh, Duval. From the Braves, so you know we wanted we wanted some big power. Yep. You know we were calling for it. We've added it. I mean, he had he had a lot of power, and we saw it firsthand. So, yeah, I think we've improved offensively, um, not to the, the the degree of some other teams, let's say, but bullpen has had a full makeover. Um, okay. And the bullpen the bullpen wasn't bad. Like the uh, uh, what I mean by that is the leverage guys weren't bad. They actually pitched well. If you if you take the overall number, it looked bad, but that's because we had so many dudes pitching in lopsided games and whatever. So, but the leverage guys have all gone. It's been rebuilt. Really intrigued to see what we do. The rotation, though, that's that's the Marlins, right? That's what we're built on now. Sandy, Pablo, Sixto, Eliezer, Trevor Rogers, and a ton of other guys after it. They're all young. Sandy, the ace of the staff, he's twenty five. Pablo, twenty five, like just young studs that want to do well. So listen, if the Marlins stay healthy rotation-wise, we'll be okay. Miggy Rojas, he's, he's got the boys playing. But it's, you know, 
it's a tough division, right? It is. Uh, it is I, I, I was just, just going to say, wh- where do you think the Marlins are in this division at the moment? Because it's it's tough. And what what would you settle for? Because after last season, you know, it's. I think you know you could be on a bit of a come down this season compared to last season. But what do you want to see from the Marlins this year? It's really possible, Dave. You, you're right that you know you've had a high. Do you dip? You know, if they if they start slow. It's possible. I, I honestly, I think for the Marlins, it's progression. You know, we're, we're rebuilding, getting to the postseason in 2020, albeit shortened, ahead of schedule. We're ahead of schedule. For me, the Marlins landing zone was 2022 when we kicked off this rebuild with some of the names. A lot of, a lot of guys, the vets, uh, are on one-year deals now. So after this year, I think there'll be a big progression. So for us, it's, it's just progression but how progression from second place though means we we need to take a step and win the division i'm not convinced we're quite <laughs> in the braves class um <laughs> but, if I'm but, honest, so. but even still like if you say the marlins are competing in 2022 i don't see any weak teams in this division like no. what a what a division that could be i, I think the nats will maybe regress slightly but it's loaded it is absolutely loaded uh pete thanks for now buddy thank you very much uh, third in the list is is me. It's the Phillies. Uh, so I'll keep it brief. <laughs> Interview myself. Uh, so basically, the Phillies were 20, 28 32 last season. Another terrible September uh, knocked us out of contention. Um, USA Today have us at 83 79. I think that's a, uh, I think that's a couple of wins too low. Um, Look, the bullpen was terrible last year. It was the worst bullpen in history. Our offense was top 10, top five in most categories last season. It stayed the same. We've added some nice additions. I think Matt Joyce, looking by spring so far, I know it's only spring, but Matt Joyce is, Pete, you're still on screen, by the way, but Matt Joyce is a good veteran bench bench warmer. And so is Brad Miller. We've got some, we've got some good, we've got some good depth to this offense now. Plus the outfield battle, is looking actually good. Mickey Moniak could come through. I know I'm clutching at straws, but this offense has stayed the same. It's still sneaky good. It's still going to get in the top 10 of most of those offense categories. Rotate, Ariadna's gone. Hooray. I think every 30 fan is breathing a huge sigh of relief. Okay, we've got what? Spencer Howard, I think he'll start the bullpen. Vince Velasco will be bullpen. So we're going to have... Okay, so we're going to have Nola, Wheeler, Eflin. Good. Solid top three. Then we've got Chase, Chase Anderson. Uh, okay, let's see what happens. Let's let's see. And Matt Moore. Let's let's. Uh, Pete, you're on screen. If people watching YouTube, just ignore Pete's laughter. But the rotation's improved. Then we come to the bullpen. A lot of arms thrown in that bullpen. Like I said before in the previous podcast, it's it's all filler, no killer. There's there's Archie Bradley, Alvarado, Coonrod. Uh, then you've got Jojo Romero. You've got uh, even even the guys like Vince Velasquez has looked good so far. I know he did last spring. I know I'm clutching at straws again. But the bullpen has so far looked very impressive. We've got a lot of high-velocity arms in that bullpen now who are already looking to go to perform. We've got Caleb Coffin, one of the best pitching coaches out there, coming now. Big Dave Dombrowski's come in and just thrown money at it that we never thought would happen, uh, which is which is a huge positive sign. People are sleeping on us. Good, 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 good. Take all the pressure off. We don't want it. Go and focus on the Braves. Focus on the Mets. Focus on the Marlins. Put the pressure on them. Sleep on us. 
I think we're going to surprise a lot of teams this season. The key, the key to this season for me is the bullpen has to start well. We have to banish last year's memory. And the whole, because mentally, we're all, as fans, as Philly fans, we're all still scarred from last year. We're not over it. No chance. Uh, I'm not over Brandon Workman and, and Heath Henry. God, the nightmares are still there. And I'm sure they are for you guys as well. For the whole psyche of this bullpen, it's got to start well. The confidence and the foundations has to be put in place early on. We've got the Braves and the Mets early doors. We've got the Braves, I think, seven times in the first month. We've got the Cardinals to lead off. It's a savage, brutal opening month. But if the bullpen can come out of that, you can't win the division. You can't win You can't win real lot in the first month. But you can lose a lot of ground. So the bullpen has got to start strong. Banish memories of last year. Banish that, uh-oh, here comes the bullpen. Banish that all the teams can go behind and feel confident coming back ahead of the Phillies like they did last season because the bullpen was so bad. It's got to start well. Um, Never change, Dave. Never change. Oh, come on. <laughs> in, November, in November, I had never been solo on the Phillies because we were we just lost JT. We lost Diddy. Uh, we came out. Middleton came out and said we weren't going to spend. Harper was angry. It's like he was going to hand in a trade request, rumoured. And, you know, I'd never been so low on the Phillies. Now I am feet on the ground, but I'm, I'm confident that we can make a challenge. I just want to be relevant in September. I don't want the previous three Septembers of the Phillies showing so much promise and then just tanking away and sliding out of contention miserably. I want us, if we miss the playoffs and do, but do get 84, 83 wins, fine. As long as we can be relevant and giving it everything in September instead of just whimpering out like the last two. Uh, uh, that is me done for the Phillies. I'm back on planet Earth. Let's talk to Tracy whoa, about the match, hey, shall whoa, we? Whoa, whoa, whose show is this, man? Thank you, Bob. Right, let's go to the Mets. Now, I was just saying what a what an incredible division this is. Mets, Tracy, good evening. How are Hello. you again? If you do the intros again, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you, Dave? There you are. You're on screen. <laughs> there you are. Uh, so the Mets, right? So let's quickly touch on last season. Twenty six thirty four wasn't was expected from the Mets. I honestly thought the Mets would be pushing the Braves and the Marlins, and you sort of, I think you finished quite well. If I remember rightly, you started off yeah pretty poorly, got into gear late. What went wrong for the Mets last year? Where oh, the start was <laughs> bad, but what was what was that down to? Um, I think a lot of it was down to poor pitching management um the pitchers weren't controlled very well they went to the bullpen either too early or too late and then the bullpen just went yeah (laughs) yeah i know that feeling tracy i know that feeling yeah um it did end high which gave the mets a bit of confidence going into this season that it did finally click um what an off season for the Mets. I know. Like, Cohen's <laughs> come downs. in. Um, overall, Cohen's come in. A yeah. lot of excitement. The Mets fan base seems to be really on board of this. Excitement levels are up through the roof. The media seems to be buying into it as well. There's mm-hmm. 76. You're going to be in that mix uh, projected-wise. But on the outside, it we thought when Cohen came in, as a non-Mets fan, he's going to splash the cash and the Mets are going to be this juggernaut of a team and it hasn't quite happened. You've made some good additions, you know, Pilar, Walker, Lindor, Carrasco's come in. Um, 
off season? Are you happy with the off season and what Cohen's done so far? Because we know there's um, more to come. But were you expecting a, a bit more of the money to be spent? I was expecting maybe a couple more big signings, possibly a Springer or someone like that who went to the Blue Jays in the end. Mm. Um, and then there was the whole Bauer situation, which was just weird. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> um, yeah, but. Steve Cohen said in some of his very early press conferences, he's not a win now guy necessarily. Mm-hmm. He wants to build up the farm system and win consistently for the next 10 years rather than splashing all the cash, selling the farm and just winning for a year, which is a different take. And I think it's the right take. No, that's good. Uh, where do you think? Because you have made some good additions. No, Noah Syndergaard. Uh, he's on the 60, 60 day DL IL. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Um, which is obviously it's a blow. Uh, yeah. Having a pitch like him out is is a blow. It would be like yeah. us having Nola and the Nats having Scherzer out. Um, as I said, confidence is high in the Mets fan base. Mm-hmm. Where do, where do you think the Mets stack up right now in the division? Uh, I would say. Top two ish. Yeah, that's the thing because it's such a brutal division. No, no one's yeah. sure, right? That's the thing. No one, yeah. apart from the Braves, like everyone. Well, we'll get to it later, but the Braves are probably going to be the ones to beat. But behind, it's yeah, it's, it's any it's any man's game. Um, I think if Degrom is the Degrom of season before last, which in his one outing so far in spring he was, hmm. um, I think if the bats get hot like Pete Alonso remembers how to hit homers again um the only thing that worries me is the corner outfielders uh, I was just gonna say like I said every team in this division has got a weakness I was gonna say what worries what does worry you about the Mets not possibly making second place what would be you think the thing that would hold the Mets back Corner outfielders, I think. Um, there isn't much depth there. There could be a lot more. If we'd made the trades for like Springer, you could have moved Conforto and Nimmo out to the corners. But then, it, I don't know. Um, yeah, it, it's definitely the corner outfielders and possibly the bullpen, especially as we don't mm. have Lugo at the moment because he had to have uh, a bone spur removed. Yeah, that's not the thing you are. And the Mets didn't really add to the bullpen the offseason, did they? Not really, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think if we end up in contention trade deadline, I think those will be the kind of moves we make. Yeah, I, I'm going to come to that later on. I think the trade <laughs> deadline could be fascinating in this yes. division. Uh, Tracy, brilliant. For now, we'll get back to you very shortly, but thank you very much. Uh, and last but not least, uh, the Nationals with Rob, who, uh, the Nationals, what the hell happened last season? Heroes to zeros. Uh, Rob, how are you, buddy? Um, Dave, you need to add him again. <laughs> he got kicked out. Brilliant. <laughs> okay, bear with us, folks. I'm just going to uh, get... Ma- maybe I should have just jumped in and just started talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's your cue, Bob. That's yeah, you. Bob, that was, you that missed was, out. Was lined oh, up no. beautifully for you, well, Rob. Well, Rob is my name, sort of, so I could have pulled it off, but, you know. Uh, I think <laughs> I think, I think he's just rejoining now. There Bob, we go. Are you there, mate? There we go, mate. Well hey, done, there he is. There he is. 
Rob, how are you, my man? Welcome back. Yeah, I'm good. A few technical difficulties there. Standard. We'll get over it. Yeah, we're fine. We're fine. Just like national season. You'll get over it. Heroes to zero. (laughs) Heroes to zeros. Uh, 26-34. Never even got going. What what happened, Rob? What what did... It was was all wrong from the start, wasn't it? It was all wrong from the start. Everything that went wrong, went wrong. Um, Opening night, I think... Maybe the day before opening night, uh, COVID hit one so-so, didn't it? Yeah. Um, he was out. That kind of put a massive dent um, straight away. We had a tough opening. Um, and, yeah, it just went from bad to worse. Straz, big big new contract. He got um, the carpal tunnel syndrome. That, that hit him badly. Um, yeah, just never, ever, ever recovered. And it was awful. Do you think there was a slight case of they just won it last year, of course. The start was bad. It was a, a bizarre, unprecedented season. Do you think they were fully invested from after the bad start? It's easy to say. It's easy to say no. Um, mm. I, I don't know whether that was the case. Um, it's, it, was just, it was just bad. They, they didn't really invest. They, they, they didn't improve the side, what they had from um, 2019. Um, I'm not that sure they have again this year. Well, we'll come on to that in a minute. Um, but yeah. yeah, they certainly didn't. They certainly didn't last year. Um, and you can't and... replace Anthony Rondon either. Is the no, no, and they they didn't even. Well, they didn't even try Bob. I'll be honest. But... Um, they they put their hopes on on the young lad Key Boom, and it didn't Hasn't really work. <laughs> no, it and it looks like they're, we're going to go with him again this year. Um, yes. Yeah. You, you, you <laughs> Who knows? In... Who knows what he's going to be like. You brought in Leicester, Hand, Bell, Schwaber. I'm looking at that thinking, you, you you said last year you didn't really improve in the year before, which and it was a terrible year. You haven't really improved again, I don't think, but a lot of people are high on you. You're 85, uh, 85 76 uh, for next year, projected. A lot of people are high on the Mets. Do, do, do you go with that? Do you think you will, you will be contending for a possible postseason spot? Like I said it at the beginning last year, if, if our pitching fires, if our starting pitching fires, we'll be there or thereabouts. It's, it's oh, I'd say it's as simple as that. That's a big if, though. Mm. Um, Scherzer and Strasbourg aren't the youngest. Um, we've got Joe Ross back, who's the, who'll be the fifth starter this year. That That's a bonus. Uh, Feddy and Austin Vogue didn't really do it last year. Um, so that's, that is a bonus, obviously, bringing in Leicester. Although Leicester had um, surgery this week, uh, last week, sorry. So... Who knows if what he's going to be like. He's apparently going to be back on the mound next week. Whether that's going to be long enough for him to be ready for the start, I don't know. Um, if, if the pitching is there, we've got a chance. So we've got Zimmerman back. Obviously, that's, it's, he's going to be competing with Josh Bell first base. Is that an upgrade on uh, Eric Thames that we had last year? I don't know. Yeah. He, he wasn't particularly good. Um, and then obviously lost Adam Eaton and they've replaced him with Schwarber. Sure becomes highly recommended. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I don't know a great deal. He's obviously got power. Um, and, and again, they're going to have a switch around with, a, um, with the top of the order. I think they're going to try and lead off with Robles um, this year. Whether that works. It, the guy just takes strikes for fun by the looks of it, but I've seen him. So, yeah, can he play lead off? Who knows? Who knows? What's, what's the general vibe in the Nats fans camp at the moment? What's... Is is the because like I said, the 
like I said, the media projecting you quite high. Are the, are the fellow fan base feeling that? Are they going in confident or is there a bit of mm, wait and see? No, no one's really too sure where you're going to be. Yeah, I, th- I think it is that, though. I think it's the latter, to be honest. Um, no one's really sure. Um, it's it's the, that middle of the order. Once you get past Soto, what do we really have? Soto mm. and Turner after that. It's, there's not a lot there. Um, so we're gonna need we're gonna need a few to step up. Whether they can, who knows? Who knows? The, uh, but if we uh, sound like a broken record, but if the pitch <laughs> is there, then we're not gonna lose. We're not gonna lose that many games. If if Corbin, yep. Straz, and Max, and, and Leicester can play as he has done in the past, if, if they if they can play as well as they can, then yeah, we're not we're gonna be there or thereabouts. Again, if you are there or thereabouts, what a division we're going to have. Rob, thank you very much, mate. Let's fire on to some questions and let's get let's get everybody back in the room. And uh, the first question I've got for you all, and actually I might ask this now and then ask you to answer at the end of the show, but I want you to describe your upcoming season in three words. But I'll ask you to answer it at the end of the show because uh, I don't want to put you on the spot. Um, let's go through. Let's go through the predictions. Win, loss, division order. Bob, I'm going to start with you. Braves win, loss, and the, the order of the division. What do you reckon, Bob? Uh, uh, right. Uh, let's say the Braves win 92, so they lose uh, 70. Uh, Braves win the division by two or three games from the Mets. Oh. Uh, then quite a drop. Um, then I'll say Marlins, Phillies, Nats. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> so, what? Dave in these bubbles. The Dave, like, <laughs> Dave has like no like sense of any other like non Phillies content. This is the what? first time he's heard. First person who's told him all off season that the Phillies aren't going to win the division by ten games, and he's shocked. No, yeah, we I... have been telling him this, Bob. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not shocked. It's the fact the Marlins. Like, how many wins would you have the Marlins as? Well, I mean, who cares at that point? But let, let's say the Marlins beat the Phillies by one game and like the Nats are a few behind on like 75 wins or whatever. That seems about right. Straight in with the hot takes. Um, Pete. Dave, when have I been wrong? When uh, have I ever lied to you? Let's let's be honest. The only thing you write about is Franco, but we, we, won't, <laughs> we, won't, we won't get into that. <laughs> uh, um, Pete Marlins. Uh, so the Marlins win record, and how do you see the divisions st- uh, stacking out? Ooh, the Marlins are going to win. It's going to start with an eight. It's going to start with an eight. Eighty-two. Eighty-two Ooh. wins. I may have said eighty-one on another podcast, but I I'm going to, for the sake of this pod, I'm going to flex it up, and it's going to be good for third place in the division. Leading the winning the division. Like, have... it, by the way, is it like the Eurovision? <laughs> it's like the Eurovision Song Contest results. <laughs> it is. There you go. Winning the division, the Bravos. They are the class of this division. Um, I've or two years in a be... row. Two years in a row, I have been low on the Braves, but I have seen yeah, it, I've... and they are they are real and they are legit. That offense is just, it's just insane. If the boys, if they're healthy. That's the point Bob made. If if they're healthy all year, those boys are ah, top draw, top top draw. And I think the pitching, the rotation will will get a lot better this year. Health again, 
um, factor into that. I think the Braves win it by an absolute mile, actually. Really? I, I, don't, do I don't think it's, I don't think it's close. Um, and actually, now I'm thinking about it even more. <laughs> I was going to put the Mets in second, but the Mets are not going to be in second place. They're not. Hey! They're not. The Mets are in third place. The Mets are in no, third. Hold on, you just said you were in you third place. Uh, you said you third won another game now. They won another game. We've won one more. We've won one more. With the bumps. Marlins in second spot. Bob, Back in Bob, second spot. Bob, you, like, Bob, come on. Seriously, can you hear this? You say Mets. I'm the optimistic one? Dave, I'm not having the mess. It's, it's no more ridiculous than what you said 15 minutes ago, Dave. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Nats are absolutely cooked. Pitching's too old. Offense is absolutely turgid, apart from two superstars. But beyond that, I'm not convinced. The Nats are in the bin. Yep. They're bottom. I think the Phillies. I think the Phillies are better than the Nats this year. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, what does that leave you? Braves, Marlins, Mets. Phillies, Nats. There's your five. Uh, Phillies, fourth place, Phillies. Yeah. Lovely. Um, I've got Braves. Hey, don't act like you're not used to it. No, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fine. Like I said, sleep on us. Whatever. Um, I've got us at 8-5, potentially with a lot more upside in the bullpen and pitching, uh, potentially 87. Braves are going to win it, 90 plus. Uh, Phillies wildcard. Uh, then the Mets just behind. I think us and the Mets are going to be neck and neck. The Marlins, I think they'll get 79. I think the Marlins will just, they're riding the wave. And I, I think again, just, I think they're going to be there or thereabouts just below in the, in the seventies. I agree. The Nats are cooked at 75. Uh, sorry, Rob. Um, Tracy. Um, Oh, God, let's just pick a random number out of the air. We're going to go for 85 wins. Yes, yeah. Um, Braves, Mets. Who do I like more? <laughs> no, no, no. Look, let's, let's be serious. If you said Mets are 85, we're going to be there or thereabouts in that round, that ballpark. So we I think probably... it's going to be a close thing for third between the Marlins and the Phillies. Come on, I don't sit on the fence here, Trace. Let's Marlins, Phillies, Nats. There you go. <laughs> right, that's Bob off the next. Let's Tracy off the next one. Uh, 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 Rob, come on. <laughs> Mate, I'm loving all this. This is brilliant. We've just been slating Rob's is Nats. I'm, oh, I'm expecting nothing. Exactly. Nil point from uh, the Nats, I'm expecting. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Rob, what what have you got? Well, I think eighty four for us, third place. Braves met us. Marlins. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right. I, I want to see. I want to see what happens to the Marlins when this wave comes crashing down a little bit. Dave is getting Alex Carr and Jack Fritz on the phone right now for an emergency <laughs> Billy's recording. Mate, they will be listening. So he can have like just some more optimism in his life. <laughs> Got to get that echo chamber back. <laughs> it's slightly true as well. Uh, uh, right, next, next question. Player to watch. Uh, each of your teams' player to watch under the radar. The potential breakouts. Uh, Bob, we'll start with you again. Oh, that's a question. Um, breakout. I think would probably be well. Uh, yeah, probably Christian Pache. Um, outfielder, centre fielder with terrific defence. Um, looked 
really, really good against the Dodgers last year, like given that he, you know, barely played a competitive game all season before then. Um, I think he's going to be the starting centre fielder, and I think he's going to be annoying fans of the other four NL East division mm. teams for at least the next six years because that guy can cover some ground in centre. And if you can hit, we're in trouble, or you're in trouble anyway. Yeah, well, Freeman already haunts us, and Acuna. Just, yeah, add, add Pache to it. Brilliant. Uh, Pete, what up for the Marlins? You must have You must have a few. Well, no one knows any of the Marlins, right? So uh, whoever <laughs> I name... You'll be like, who's that? Yeah. Um, but... Just make up a couple of names and see if anyone notices. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I'm going to slip a couple of fake names in there for you that, that may be on the list. Um, breakout year. There's a few that, are, that that it could be. But he I'm only said go... one, Pete. He only said one. Yeah, yeah come so on. I'm, I'm going to say one. Got Trevor Rogers. Oh. Is that a real name? Is it not? Is that anyway, real Trevor estate Rogers. agent or baseball player? <laughs> there you go. Is he a hot dog seller or is he a baseball player? Exactly. Um, <laughs> give, not, him, give him six months, Dave. Give him six months. Not, <laughs> not, not six, though, Pete. You don't think six, though, is going to break out and be a potential MVP candidate or anything? I, I don't think so, actually. I I think he got worked out in the last year. I, it's going to be interesting. You know, he, he came, he started really hot, and then, yeah, People got more of a look at him, and so it's it's on him to, mm-hmm. I guess, progress again and 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 counter that. But yeah, you know, we all know Sixto, right? That's the point. Is everyone knows the name Sixto oh, Sanchez? Yeah. Oh yeah. You were there googling right now, Trevor Rogers. Who is he? I've never heard of him. Don't know what he looks like. Blah blah blah. None of you do. So no. says he works in McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With where's a headset? Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, Trevor oh, Rogers left the on fish across Trolling. the pond. Yeah, he's basically Clayton Kershaw. Just think of that, but with a with a thicker neck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I didn't think it'd be this interesting. Um, or this wild. Uh, for us, um, not really under the radar, but I think Alec Bohm is gonna. Oh, you you can't knock Sixto down. They mention Alec Bohm. Come on, Dave. You've got to dig further into the trenches than that. Come on. Well, didn't Bohm get Rookie of the Year? No, he he was robbed robbed of Rookie of the Year. Which actually, Bob, I listened to last year's podcast, and you said Alec Bohm would be. I did. Rookie of the Year, and he was oh so close. Uh, No, I suppose he wouldn't be an under the radar Kingery. I've said that every year running, but he's going to figure it out. Something's going to click like this year. Dave, Dave, surely Nick click. Pavetta. Surely it's Nick Pavetta oh, time. Don't, it's, it's Zach Eflin time. I tell you what, actually, Zach Eflin. Zach Eflin. Yeah, Zach Eflin. There we go. Tracy. Um, which one, Dave? Hold on a minute. So which one no, was no, it? <laughs> no, no, not King. Which one, Dave? No, no, Eflin, not Kingry. All right. Eflin's After. a reasonable shout. I'll give him that. Uh, Jeff McNeil. Oh, oh straight in there. Look at Like I think oh. <laughs> we we're, we're, we're going with like I thought the question was people like most people hadn't heard of, and we've gone we've gone with like uh, what the uh, second place in rookie of the year and the guy that almost won the batting title in 2019. Can we, Tracy? Can I use one so-so then, Bob? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I just make a mockery of the question. Trace, have you been watching the the spring training game? McNeil currently we're in the eighth inning still of this Marlins Mets game. Three errors, three errors for McNeil. 
it's just working it out during spring training. That's What's all it is. What's the point of the Mets? Oh, oh here we go. Uh, that, what was that, half an hour in? Like 40 Bob, minutes? you're such a closet oh. Mets fan. In fact, right, you're not right, even right, closet right. about it, right, boy. Time, time, time. <laughs> Rob, Rob, who are you saying? Oh, last year I used um, Robles. That didn't really work out. So I could probably use him again, although I've not got much confidence anymore. Um, oh, as a young outfielder, Andrew Stevenson. Okay. Who, yeah. um, who I really like. Um, and I think if Robles struggles, I think he may well come in. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go for Andrew Stevenson. Oh, nice show. Nice show, actually. Uh, and then the prospects to come through. Who's going to be the big prospect coming through this year? Uh, you, Rob, you, uh, Bob, um, you must have... A I'll go there, Rob. Yeah. I'll start with you. We'll, we'll, no, we'll go, sorry, no, yeah. No, Rob, we'll start with you. We'll go, we'll go backwards this time. I would also say Andrew Stevenson is 26, so I object to him being called young, but most people won't have heard of him, so I will allow it. I think it's a good point. That's the whole point of the question. The, the question was a player to watch under the radar, and, and Rob gave a very good answer. All right, fair enough. Fair. Right, uh, Rob, uh, the, the Nats, the Nats, the, the farm systems, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what what have you got? Is there any prospects we may see come up for the Nats this year? As a second baseman, Luis Garcia, um, he came through end of last year. He looks okay. Um, and yeah, there's not a great deal. Oh, now, Rob, this is a... playing. <laughs> Rob, I'm starting to feel some pain. Uh, 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 not too much pain, mate. I'm just I'm just gearing you up so you can get all excited and then bam. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, Tracy, we're up for the Mets. Um, I think Pete Crow Armstrong's got a good chance of coming up, given our corner outfield woes. And on the same vein, Khalil Lee. Mm-hmm, I've heard of him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to say, I don't think I'd ever be saying this, uh, but Mickey Moniak, uh, <laughs> former, who's laughing now? Former uh, first draft round pick. Uh, Mickey Moniak, I think, is going to break through into centre field. And I think we could see him possibly as a regular it doesn't work out for uh, Hazley, but uh, there's another player that may be involved in that, which I'll get to later. Uh, Pete, this is the beauty because this is where we got our strength. There are tons of miles. Yeah, yeah your farm system is loaded. <laughs> the, the, the farm is absolutely stacked. So, you know, he, the interesting thing, and this is the point you made earlier about the deadline, where the Marlins are at is going to be really interesting because all of our outfield is effectively right now on one year deals. So mm. theoretically, we could just move the whole of the outfield um, at the deadline with Stalin Marte, Corey Dickerson, and, and Duvall can be moved too. So um, who's going to be the... For me, Jazz Chisholm's the dude, though. He mm. is I, just I, a lightning I've seen bolt. you tweeting about him. Oh, he, I absolutely love him. He has, he has everything, um, Jazz. The other one as well, from a pitching side, is a guy called Eddie Cabrera, um, who also is... Uh, people are saying that he's better than Sixto is some of the uh, the scouting reports. So he has got hurt actually in spring. So we're not going to see him right, you know, in the early part of the season. But mm. yeah, Eddie Cabrera or Edward Cabrera, um, right-handed pitcher. But Jazz Chisholm for me, I, I'm just, I'm all in on Jazz. Um, so All in on Jazz? Um, all about the jazz. <laughs> oh, that'll be on a t-shirt next, surely, wouldn't it? Coming coming to a Teespring store near you. <laughs> <laughs> Plug. And, uh, and Bob. Uh, I'll, I'll quickly name two. One is quickly become one of my my favourite players. Uh, uh, pitches for the Braves. Uh, he did throw 
100 pitches in the NLCS, but I don't think many people have heard of Waskarinois, but he is a, a right-hander that throws hard. Uh, I think he'll be in the bullpen. Uh, and the other name I'll mention, because the Braves have a vacancy behind the plate, um, at least to catch alongside Travis Dono, uh, would be Wilson Contreras' brother, William Contreras, um, he may not be in the team to start the year. They might stick him in AAA, uh, but he's a catcher that the Braves really, really like. So those would be my two names. Oh, nice. Nice. And we'll start with this one, Bob. Uh, we had this question last year and it was quite popular. Uh, so what one player would you have from each other team to put in yours? Bob. So a pick four, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, I'll have Soto from the Nats. I'll have DeGrom from the Mets. I'll have... Uh, uh, who else do we even need? Um, we need a third. Uh, I'll take Sandy from the Marlins because yeah. I can't. I can't think of anyone else. Um, and we'll have Bryce Harper from the Phillies, and we'll stick him on the bench mm-hmm. just to wind Dave up. Mm-hmm. So that'll be my four. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pete, <laughs> Braves, Braves, Braves. Who are we taking? We ain't taking Acuna. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a bad. Well, fit. you can't. You can't pitch at him if he's on your. You can't hit him if he's on your. Wait, that's so. true. So we're we not go. having him. We'll take the mile. I mean, he's he's just the NLE's killer. I'll take Freddie. Yeah. Stick him at first base there. Plonk him in. Stud. Stud. Uh, who's next then? Phillies. Phillies. Do you know what? Who I liked actually? Wheeler last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Wheeler was re- he was real nice last year. So we'll we'll take a bit of wheel. I uh, should probably take Rio Muto back in reality, but um, <laughs> anyway, long-term deal. We can't afford him. So um, the Mets, DeGrom has to be no brain. And actually Soto is a no brainer too. So there you go. Yeah. yeah. I would take Soto straight away. Outfield sorted. Uh, DeGrom from the Mets pitching. Oh, can you imagine Nola, Wheeler, Eflin, and DeGrom in the four hole? <sighs> And you still <laughs> oh, missed the wild card. Imagine oh. that. There we go. Uh, from the Braves, Freddie Freeman. I just love, love, love Freddie Freeman. He's my favourite player outside the Phillies. Love the guy. He is a free agent at the end of this he year. He is, I but he say. won't. It depends what it depends what works out with Reese. I don't think he will be, but he is at the moment. But yeah, uh, he won't. He won't need to. If, if, if he's leaving the Braves, something disastrous. Oh, that, there'll, there'll be riots on the street of Georgia if Freddie yeah, Freeman's mate, not yeah. brave at the end of this year. Something's but, gone. Like at the moment, it hasn't happened. Something's gone badly wrong. We'll take Freddie. And then from the Marlins, uh, oh, we'll, we'll have six toe back. Uh, six toe back. And what a team! Jesus, like, well. That's it. Yeah, he's dreaming of 85 wins. There we go. <laughs> 86. <laughs> 86 for that, mate. Uh, Tracy. Um, let's see. Wheeler from the Phillies. Come back home. Uh, from the Braves. Uh, Acuna Jr. Sort out our outfield. <laughs> um, Sixto from the Marlins. And I'm just looking at the Nationals roster because I haven't got a clue. I'm going to be honest. Well, you, you need someone to replace Noah. So one of their one of their pitches. Mm. Yeah, could have Joe Ross. Joe Ross. <laughs> no, you're all right. Not that desperate just yet. Uh, oh, we'll have John Lester because he can't throw to first, and it makes me laugh. Right. Let's go. <laughs> let's go for the uh, comedic look. Um, Mets of the Mets. Um, Shut up, Rob. Oh, mate, I think I make it a um, a full house on Freddie Freeman. I quite yeah. enjoy him at first base. He 
he smashes us every single time. Um, who else would I like? Yeah, I think the Grom would fit nicely into our uh, rotation. He'd be um, your rotation. Please. <laughs> 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 I'd have a. I'll. I'll take Bryce Harper back actually, and we can uh, send him to the Rangers. We trade him to the Rangers for like a bag of crisps or something like that. Salties. Yeah. Salty um, yeah. I've got to pick someone yeah. else as well. Marlin. Who have I got? Oh, I've got to pick a Marlin. Oh. I've got to pick a Marlin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you name any? You know what? I do like that jazz chisholm. Is he a second? He's a second baseman, is he? I think he's going to be. He's got some wheels. He's fast. He is wheels. Fast. Mm. Yeah, I'd I'd quite like him in there. Oh, you know, I would like as well Acuna Acuna Junior with uh with Soto in the outfield. I'd I'd quite enjoy that. Yeah, they're they're buds, aren't they? I'd quite enjoy that. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay, let's uh, let's go on to the uh, social media questions. Got a few of these coming in. So first one from Charlie Baldwin. Uh, good evening, Charlie. Uh, it's for Pete. Sorry, guys. Uh, it, I don't, bear with me, guys. Bear with me. It's a bit of a, a, bit of a lengthy one. Uh, the question. Um, <laughs> he says, I buy the Marlins rotation, but my, what arguments can you make about the offense and the bullpen being good enough for the Marlins to compete for a wild card spot this season? And second question. Oh, he's getting greedy. Uh, with with uh, Will Jazz Chisholm be with the Marlins on opening day or does he need more time in the minors? Good questions. Yeah, let's start with Jazz because we've been talking about him. Uh, he's in a straight up battle at the moment to uh, win the spot at second base with Isan Diaz. And one of those dudes will start and one won't. And the one who doesn't will go into the, I guess, the alternate training camp now, whatever it's being called, the no AAA <clears throat> mm-hmm. straight off, um, you know, from April. So uh, who's the favorite? Probably Isan. But I think Jazz... I don't know. Anyway, we'll see. They got to earn it in spring. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. The in terms of the offense, the Marlins offense, you know, clearly, you know, it's not a powerhouse offense. Um, we've added to it with Duvall that's got a bit of pop, but we're a pitching team. The bullpen is good and was good in leverage, but really I've no idea what the pen will be this year. No idea because we've got eight new dudes in there. And most of them I've never seen pitch before. So after the first few weeks, I'll, I'll give you a full scouting report. At the moment, I've got no idea. No idea. So, yeah, come back to me, uh, Charlie, in a few he weeks. Will. He, will. he will. He will. Yeah, you know he will. Okay. Uh, lovely. Thank you, Charlie. Uh, Joe Lenton. Oh, we know this is going to be for. Oh, how many games do we think the Mets will win the division by? She's, uh, I think she's been hitting. Minus the- six been uh, hitting the bitters early minus six she's Tra- one of the uk mets online girls so yeah we can See, let her off optimism, that optimism's high with the mets isn't it um uh ben benvolio says who would we have as a cy young and who do we reckon will be the nl well we've, we've gone through that but who do you reckon will be the cy young of the nl jake uh, <laughs> sorry straight in there right tracy jake um pete I mean, Degrom's the clear, uh, the clear one you'd go with. Um, health, if he's healthy, he's going to be up there for sure. Uh, if you want an outside, if you want a Marlin, what's the best Marlin candidate? I think, which is the question. We'll go with it. it. Yeah, we'll go question. with that as well. Yeah, okay, we'll, <laughs> that we'll, isn't the we'll question. Make, we'll make it up as we go along. You're yeah, making we'll, it the we'll question. Definitely well. wasn't the question, but sure. <laughs> I'll make it up as yeah. we go along. Yeah. I have no idea. Sandy Alcantara is the main man at our side, but 
DeGrom's the clear stud in this division. Like, you know, if he's healthy and he pitches well, DeGrom's yeah. the man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bob, let's have your National League and then your Braves possible candidate. As Pete uh, well, National League now. is in the East or is in the whole league? Whole league. NL, NL, whole, he asked for the NL, uh, he asked for the Cy right. Young. So whoever we think the Cy Young. But let's uh, do we'll one go, I'll, say, I'll say Trevor Bauer because he decided to start cheating like everyone else and he's really good. Um, and the brave Cy Young candidate? Yeah. It, who? Uh, who uh, it, it Ian Anderson. Braves. Yeah, Ian Anderson. Yeah. Um, Rob- Ian Anderson with, with his unhittable changeup. That's like Neris with his un- unhittable splitter. Um, yeah. <laughs> 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 Rob? Uh, National League, yeah, you can't really look past Degrom. I do, I know you'll say he's too old, blah 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 blah. But I do fancy Max to have a, a strong year. I really do fan, fancy him to come back. Well, he's best when he's angry. He's going to be really pissed off this year. I yep. fancy him to uh, to be strong. Um, yeah. So, uh, but you know, also from from the Nats, Patrick Corbin, I think he can really deal this year. I really show. do. Hmm. I really do. That's a good we'll one. See. I like that. I like that, Rob. Uh, yeah, I can't see past Jake overall. Really can't. Um, I can't really say Nola because Nola's last two Septembers have been really, really underwhelming and disappointing. Uh, if you can put that right, possibly. But uh, I think Zach Wheeler could possibly, if he has another consistent season and makes another step up, yeah, I think Zach Wheeler could could be our candidate. Nola could. Eflin could. Like I said, all three of them are, three of them are elites. Um, but I'd like it to be Nola, but going on past September's I, I, jury's out. Jury's out. Uh, more questions from Facebook. Oh, sorry. Talk amongst yourselves while I get to them. Um, uh, Having technical problems, Dave. No, no, it's the old. Okay, so Patrick Schilling says a uh, couple of questions, actually. One for me, one for Pete, one for Tracy. Uh, had the Phillies done enough in the BP to compete with the NLEs? Uh, potentially yes, potentially big question mark still. Obviously, like I said earlier on, got to start well, but it's looking promising so far in spring, I know, but the pitch has still got to hit the strike zone. They've still got to get the outs, still get the strikeouts, and they are, and their velocity and command looking very, very good. So the early signs are good. The upside in the bullpen is far higher, uh, and considering that the majority of our losses came from blowing leads because of the bullpen, uh, absolutely, we potentially done enough to compete um yeah uh pete says how does six day rank in the best starting pitchers in the division pete way too early to say to be honest um we all we know the name we see the potential it is there but way too early i, I actually don't know um it's gonna i'm really intrigued to see what six though does I, I like you dave like you mentioned you know the league did seem to work him out um, towards the back end of, of the season. So it's going to be intriguing to see if he if he kicks on. I think he will, but I I still think he's he's not the best pitcher in the rotation this year. Someone else will be. Interesting. Uh, and Tracy sort of covered it already, but how real is the Mets hype and how many games do they win? Uh, the hype is real, but tempered with a lot of realism as well. Oh, nice answer. Yeah, and I've already answered the wins question. Yeah, we've done the win. I can't remember what I said, so. It It was 78 (laughs) or something. Uh, (laughs) Nick Marwood says, can I see Spencer Howard get into the rotation? Uh, 
he needs a really good spring. He needs to show he can go six, seven innings and keep that velocity high. Uh, if he's showing clear signs of improvement from that season this spring, then he'll have a shout. But I think he'll be a fireman rotation for now. I, I think he will make the opening day squad. I don't think he'll be sent down. Um, but uh, it's his to it's his to fight for. It's his to fight for this spring. It's a little bit too early yet. Potentially, he started well, so let's have a look. Uh, Jimmy says, "Oh God, oh dear." Uh, with a double looking good so far, is there a realistic chance he makes the roster? And if so, what do the Phillies need to do? from a PR standpoint to justify bringing him back into the fold. Oh, um, yeah. What's, what's the backstory on that number one, two Dave? on that? Yeah. Um, what's the backstory? Sorry. Missed that. Well, one. look, oh, I didn't want to <laughs> come on, Dave. Wanna, uh, Tell um, look, look, um, it's, it's, I think he, there, there, there is a big realistic chance. He's going to get back into the roster. And the way he's performing, with a point to prove, he's uh, he's got a good shout of even making you know opening day roster the way he's looking at the moment. Uh, we know Odubel; he goes through highs and lows on and off uh, on 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 the field. Um, look, Girardi and the players and himself have come out and saying they're backing him to the high hill. They've accepted his apology. I don't want to go into the ins and outs. Uh, I feel a little bit uncomfortable him coming back into the team, but I've heard so many different stories of what's happened from so many different people. I don't really know what the truth is, um, except what happened in court and his girlfriend dropped the case. Was she paid off? Was she? I don't know. Um, but I trust Girardi. I trust Dombrowski and I trust the players uh, and their judgments. And I think we are going to see him in the roster. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be awkward. It's going to be, I, I completely can see why people aren't going to agree with it and aren't ever going to welcome him back. And that is absolutely fair enough. And, and I, I can see why. I, and I, I respect that. Um, it's a tricky, tricky situation. Um Phillies have got to deal with it very delicately as well, I think, as a, from PR. Um, but in terms of playing-wise, I think there's a very realistic chance that we will see him in, in the roster just by how he's performing so far. He, he Performance-wise, he's looking good. But it's early days. Um, Twitter. A few questions in on Twitter. Let me get to him. Sorry. Uh, okay. Where do we post this? Here it is. We've got a few questions from... So, uh, Braves Beyond the Chop uh, says, uh, Braves in the UK, how many weeks into the season will it take for en uh, Ender Enciate is finally released? Um, I don't think he will be. The, the, he's owed too much money, and I think they'll keep him on the bench uh, as a defensive replacement. Um, there's, like, zero value in trading him. And I think in that case, like if he's worth even a little bit, they'll keep him around. So, so no is the answer to that. Uh, and one for me, what crazy trade do I see Dombrowski will make to try and grab a wild card spot? Well, he's he's kept banging the drum of he's not going to touch this farm really much to get any players in. Uh, but that remains to be seen with his previous track record. Uh, I could see if we're in contention. Well, the, big, the bigger issue is the luxury tax, right, Dave? 
because you're kind of butted right up against that. You know, well, we are, with. and we've, we've signed quite a few players to minor league contracts that if they make it, then they're going to have to get paid as well. So we've got some very tough decisions coming up on even who we, we drop before the season starts. Uh, so trade-wise, someone like Vince uh, could even be off on a trade just to cut some cash and try and get somebody in. Uh, Segura keeps being mentioned as potential on the trade block as well, but I I don't know. That's it's we'll get to the trades in just a second because I think that's a really it's going to be really really interesting what everybody does. Um, uh, Nathan Nathan's us uh, White Sox UK, but I've covered everything he wants to know. Really, uh, I think will be wild card basically. Uh, so let's go to. I know Pete had a few questions on his one. Let's go to. P, Marlins UK. Uh, oh, it was just predictions. It was just everyone's predictions. Shall we go fr- through? Oh, no. Well, that's just to myself. Mark Blakemore reckons <laughs> Raves Mets. That they saw the predictions and then didn't like them. So we moved oh, no. quickly on. No, we'll, <laughs> quick, we'll race through these. Mark Blakemore says Braves, Mets, Nats, Phillies, Marlins. I, it's going to be close. <laughs> I think we can all agree it's going to be oh so close, but I I just don't get the Nats hype. I just don't see it. I don't know where people are coming from with that. Uh, Beyond the Chop says Braves, Mets, Marlins, Nationals, Phillies. What are you talking about? Like, if we're fifth place, no, it's just not going to happen. Come on, stop stop trying to bait me here. Les says New York, Atlanta, New York Mets. Nah. Um, oh, oh, it's Les from UK Mets Online. Okay. Uh, Mets, Atlanta, <laughs> Washington, Philly, Miami. Again, people on the, the, the Nationals hype train. Charlie uh, Baldwin. Dave, how many people are going to tell you the Phillies are going to finish fourth or you start realising that maybe you're in the minority? Ask yeah. him you're again. The one that's wrong? Bob, ask him again in August how he's feeling. That's right. <laughs> I, I, I need, ask me again the, after opening. I need the Phillies, the Phillies equivalent of the, the Liverpool fan optimism <laughs> chart. Uh-huh. At least before, like a few years ago, where it was like up in August, peaks in September, October, uh, December, maybe it's not our year, and then February, like next year, we need another one for that for the Phillies, right? Next, yeah, next year's our year. Uh, Charlie Baldwin also is. <laughs> I expected more from you, Charlie. Braves, Mets, Nationals, Phillies, Marlins. I, no one's justifying why the Nats are so high when we've just covered. I don't. You Come didn't on, ask guys. for justifications, Dave. You I should have. I should have said. I should have said. I should have said. And why? Because that's it's just that's just ridiculous. Um. Yes, they're liking this Nats rotation. Must be. Yeah, but a lot of people. I can see like, Dave's people... optimism fading away as we Hello. speak. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm just. <laughs> I'm just disappointed in the good people that I know very well. That I think they're baiting. Seriously. <laughs> They wouldn't do a thing like that to you, Dave. Hey, can can would we take they? a quick trip back to 2019? No, when, we can't. When we were at, at Young Avenue, yeah. And, yeah, I, yeah, I, and yeah, I was yeah. saying, and I was saying that the Phillies aren't as good as you think they are, and you were telling me I was wrong. And then what happened that season? The Phillies hey, went Come on, look, we had just signed Bryce Harper. Emotions were high. Come on. And, <laughs> yeah, and but Dave, fr- you do this Franco, every year. Well, yeah, but hang on. This year, I have said, and I quote, I will take 83, 84, 85 wins as long as we're still fighting and still relevant in September. But you build yourself up every year. You get so excited. I, I support the most losingest team in baseball. I, like, <laughs> like, but it's, you, it's you, laugh or cry <laughs> with the Phillies. Like, I, I could 
it would depress me otherwise. You just get so excited and and so enthusiastic, and then you can just see Always. that wane off. It's just to build Always. you up and knock you down every year. Always, and they will probably find a new way to crush me this year. But I'll be right back up the season after. Well, we know what we are. <laughs> All the Phillies fans, we know what the Phillies are. We know what we are, but what what's the point of it any other way? Because we'll just be depressed permanently. And what, oh. rather than just half the season? Instead of just September and August, yeah. Yeah, but, you could be the Mets instead. Think, imagine that. Yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. And I think every neutral Mets or Phillies, you would rather support the Phillies than the Mets. No, like just everything. Everything is better than the Mets in terms no. of Phillies. No, you're wrong. Mascot, ball. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, bit, uh, all right. Pete, Met. Pete, Rob, Bob. If, as a no, com- don't ask Bob because no, Bob no. is going to be yeah, interesting. As a, as complete, be complete neutrals here, guys, and just look at it. Mets or Phillies? Bob, who, if you had no team and you knew to, well, okay, if you had no team but you knew baseball, which team would you rather support? Uh, well, I, I'd probably say the Phillies on the basis the Mets are a bit obvious and like New York's a bit obvious. So, that's you know, that's good but then I'd Bob. start learning baseball and I'd. The second time I went to Philadelphia, Bob, I'd go to Baltimore and I'd start supporting the Orioles because Cameron Yards is nicer um, and all Camden of the above. Yards right? is pretty, yeah. All right, just stop it there. Right. Uh, all right, that's um, one. So yeah, one nil. until I discover the Orioles will be my answer. That's fine, but it's not the Mets. Um, uh, Rob, Rob, let's be honest. Right. Let's be honest here. Honestly, this is this is real tough. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I wasn't expecting this as a Sunday night. Um, <laughs> Come on, Rob. I, I think I'd have to go I'd have to go Mets. I, I, I don't know. No, I don't know. Oh, jeez. I don't know. I, if oh, no, if no, we look tough. at it like this, right, there, there are two threads on my Twitter feed, one for the Mets and one for the Phillies. And the Mets one has over 200 posts and the Phillies one only has 25. Mets are like eight times as chaotic. You don't look hard You know enough. what? I think I'm going to go for, I think I'll go Phillies. I think I'd rather the Phillies, I think. Oh! oh what's happened? The Phillies! Rob, leave it there. Leave it. Rob, you're stressed right. out over this. Rob, I can see you stressed that, out over this, that's Rob. The, that's the first side day I haven't lost it right at the death. He's so happy. <laughs> Rob, I'm never offering you advice what for kids ever again. <laughs> Out the park. What a because... comeback. Rob, no, don't stress over it anymore. I can, t- I can see no. this, is, this is really stressing you out. You've, you've, you've said Phillies. No more advice on how to open kegs for you then, Rob. Pete, it's irrelevant <laughs> now, Pete, but who would you have gone for? It's a straight up full house from me. It's it the Phillies. Full house. I the hate you all. The Phillies sweep the meds. At last. And the all. Phillies win something. There we go. For the first <laughs> time in days. Dave's Phillies supporting career. Uh, let's just end the pod here. We're done. We don't even say no more, do we? That's it. Brilliant. I, I will say, though, best, best non-brave team in the division, best non-brave city in the division is without doubt Washington. Love the place. Love the ground. Quite like the Nats. They're all, all right. right. Um, so, so that's Washington's the, cool that's the correct did, answer here. I did. I did enjoy Washington. That's what we're talking about, Bob. I did. I enjoyed Washington. I was pleasantly surprised. I liked Philadelphia when I went, but uh, Mets for me always. Okay, in terms of quality well, of city, <laughs> yeah. In terms of quality of city, right? Washington, and then it's kind of like a Uh-oh. mix between. Uh-oh. Uh oh. That's all right. Uh, Philly, yeah, Philly's probably second. Uh, then Atlanta, 
and then probably like a wash between the, the, the Mets fit in New York and Miami. Um, although I didn't see all of Miami, but yeah, Washington's the best. All right, let's, let's, let's carry it on then. <laughs> While we're here. Rob? I would, I would go DC and then I'd have to go Miami, you know, oh. on the beach. Uh, okay, yeah, it depends because they're all different. They're all and, pretty different. And then I'll do so. Philadelphia, and then I'll do New York. Still ahead of New York. We're still ahead yeah. of New York. Make and... the most of it, Dave, because it ain't going to be happening yeah. when the season starts. Tracy, Tracy, just out of curiosity, where would where would you rank the cities? Um, well, I've only been to DC, Philly, and New York. Um, DC is all right, but there's a lot of walking involved in DC. Yeah, it's good though. I like, I liked Washington. Uh. uh it, for me, it was more like a weekend place than somewhere I'd spend any longer than that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Subway yeah. system's great. To be able to go to <laughs> Subway yeah. and find like exactly what you need to spend, like, I'm going here and it's going to cost yes. me like two and a half dollars. Yes, like, yes. That's really nice. I like that. Yes. I nearly run once every 15 minutes, but otherwise it's really good. So, so Tracy, you would say New York, Philly, uh, no, sorry, Washington, Philly, New York, Florida, um, Miami. I've not been to Florida, so I can't comment on Florida. So, so you would put Philly ahead in New York? Cool. No. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, no, I'll leave it as that. And and Pete, I've only been to two of the cities in question, so it's unfair. I've not been to Atlanta, Washington, or Philadelphia. Um, so, Miami, if you like your sun, you like your beach. For me, though, I was completely blown away by New York when I went. I. It was a few years ago, but I was blown away by it. And for me, that is, it's an ultimate place. So, we, yeah, we, you can't not be blown away by New York as a, as a Brit traveling over, can you? <laughs> you know? There's a reason I spend so much of my time there and it's not just for the Mets. You, you, you know, so that, that'll be a really depressing existence. <laughs> all your holidays, just going to New York, going to the watch of the Mets. Yeah, In that... September as well. <laughs> Been there, done that. <laughs> Uh, right, last question is from Tom. Uh, if any, who will be the sellers at the trade deadline? I think it could be the opposite, and who's going to be who's going to be the buyers? Because it could be all of us. Uh, Bob, I'll start with you. Uh, I don't think uh, any. Uh, probably the you? Marlins or the Phillies. Um, like, but I mean, like the big trades aren't happening anymore. So, like. It's just mm. is anyone like ten games back of the wild card, and if they are, they'll they'll sell off around the edges. But for the most part, no. Like the Phillies aren't going to be ditching like Gene Segura or anything, anybody like that at the trade deadline. So, like if anyone, the Marlins, but probably nobody. Yeah, yeah, I I, I agree, uh, Pete. I think Mar the Marlins. Well, I don't know the contract situation for all the other. Um, teams, but what I know from the Marlins side is there's there's a few guys on expiring deals I mentioned a few times, and you know clearly they're the they're the main opportunities, aren't they? The most realistic, the rentals. Um, so Corey Dickerson, Starling Marte, Duvall, Miggy Rojas, uh, all on expiring deals I think this year. So as well as Jesus Aguilar. So there's a lot of vets. So mm. if the Marlins are out of it, um, yeah, they'll they'll heavily push that, and um, because why not? Uh, get the young guys up if they're not in it. Interesting though, if they're if they are in it, if they try to buy like they did last year. You know, the Marlins I think made probably the splashiest move, one of the splashiest yeah, moves. Yeah, the next question really: if you are in there and contending and have do have that shot with your farm system, the Marlins could 
could sneak. Yeah, Mar- sneak Marlins won't spend it. though. That's the problem. That's it. We won't. Marlins, if you're gonna, you're not gonna get the trade, rental, you have to take yeah. on salary. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I suppose for a chance of one year glory again, you wouldn't you wouldn't go too heavy, no. would you? You'd need team control. That's that's been the mo. Is yeah. like like the Marte deal. You make the deal because you know you've got him for another year as well. So we won't be looking for the rentals, not to uh, no, not for big pieces anyway in the farm. But really, I think the, the the Marlins will probably not be buying heavily. But I think if we're out of it, we'll sell heavily because it yeah. makes sense. Yeah, you know, I I, I agree. I, I, the Phillies very much could be. If we're in with shout, Dave Dombrowski seems to want Middleton to get, he's, he's getting him to part ways with cash more than we thought so far this off season. If we're there, I think, I think we will. I think we will not, like I said, not like Bob said, there's, there's no big trades anymore, but I think there could be a few deals done and then it could get interesting. If we're all, if, if the Mets are in there, if we're in there, if the Braves are in there, come trade deadline, whatever makes a move, the others are going to have to, they're going to have to sort of follow suit, aren't they, to keep up? So it could be could be a fascinating trade deadline if we're all in there and we are starting to make moves because we've got to follow each other, surely. Can't let one get ahead, especially in a close division. Uh, Tracy? I think if we're in contention, Uncle Steve's going to get his checkbook out. Yeah, that's, what, that's just something I'm a little bit nervous about. Um, but I do want to see Lindor and Conforto extended regardless. Do you think... Well, do you think again? You said earlier on that Big Steve's sort of building for ten years. Again, do you think even if you are in contention, it would be sort of in, a little bit step back and well, hold on, let's think of the bigger picture rather than again going for a one-year glory? Um, well, he said that he will let his baseball operations team run the team. Oh. He will basically provide the checkbook because he is a fan and not an agent or as hands-on an owner as other owners because he's got business, other businesses. Yeah. Um, so I think if Sandy Alderson makes the case, then he will be spending. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, and Rob, um, the Nats could potentially come sellers if, if they're so far adrift and the Nats are sort of, I don't know, I think the Nats are starting to regress. Do you think if it, again, if you start pulling like did last year, that the, the Nationals would just, maybe start to think well we could potentially start a bit of a rebuild or yeah they could yeah they probably do need some sort of rebuild but whether that's going to be at the trade deadline I'm not so sure I think I'm along the lines of Bob I don't think these big big trades Hmm. certainly since I've been following them the Nationals don't really tend to get involved too much at all Um, have we got that much of a farm system to be able to get rid of no Um, would it be one of the bigger names probably not um I, I, I can't see it happening. I can't see it being us, to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm a big admirer of the idea that the Nationals are just going to keep going. Like, spe- spending money is a new market inefficiency, and if your farm system's bad, you know, turning to the skid rather than away from it. I, I quite admire it. Yeah, mm. I, I think the Mets, but you've got to be, the Mets had, sorry, the, the, the Nationals had their window, and you want it in that window. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's tough to do. You know, like the Royals made the most of their window. It was a short one. They won it. Uh, got two World Series and won one. The Giants made the most of theirs and you made the most of yours. So looking back when you do start to rebuild, which will probably be pretty soon down the line, you've got to overall be quite happy that you have got that World Series. Oh, of course. I, I wouldn't change that 2019 for the world off. And if it means that we've got a few years of hardship, then yeah, so be it. Um, I don't, I, I still can't see that it being that bad. Um, I really don't. But as for D 
ditching our, our stars. I can't see that happening. All right. Great stuff. Uh, and, our, and our annual reminder to, to thank the Nats for, for stopping the Astros winning in 20 years. Absolutely. The people's champions. You know, but base, baseball may not have survived them winning two, but we can just about handle the Astros having won one. So, George is going to love thank this. Thank you very much. Thank you very much to all involved in the, in the Nationals operation in 2019. Oh, I think we're about to take over the show then and say thank you all for coming. And, <laughs> yeah. and good, good night. Well, I can wrap up if you want. I thought, but... Bob, over to you, yeah. Um, let's quickly go through social media. Where can we find you? Starting off with you, Bob, where are, where are you on social media? Uh, uh, just at Braze in the UK on Twitter. That's it. Nothing oh, more I, thought you'd, I thought you'd forgotten then. Um, Pete? Twitter at Miami Marlins underscore uk you want your podcasts we want it across all. the Come pond on. and and go on plug Come it on. plug it Come on, pete you're you wearing want... it you're wearing you're wearing it come on plug it you want t-shirts you want <laughs> t-shirts you want them if you want them get into that teespring store there are 50 designs give or take straight up fire 50 Offos designs with the and 10 of them have sold at least one they so have there we go they have the T- best seller is two there is there is a rumor that the UK Braves might be leasing part of that store for a, a, oh. a, a little a little one off. Oh. There are oh, eyes exclusive exclusive. Oh. I, I might lead the pod with that. It, it, it is mainly me being it is mainly me being too lazy to set anything up, but I have got something that I want to buy myself and to not have to import it from the US. I'm yeah, the mate, design it, to Pete. Yeah, it is yeah. it is ideal. It is yeah. ideal. So that's that's Teespring, and that's I believe that's just the Miami Marlins underscore UK section, right, Pete? It is. It's uh, it's in my Twitter profile if you're desperate for it. But there's tons there's tons of stuff that isn't Marlins, right? Stuff from the in-play runs, um, you know, oh. catchphrases from last oh. year. Nice yes. plug there. Plug bonus plug. Yeah. Love it. Bonus um, plugs. Tracy, how about your all your Mets uh, all your Mets social medias, and of course Birds with Balls. Go for and it. of course yes. Um, on Twitter, we are at UK Mets Online. We're also Facebook group page, UK Mets Online. Uh, Mets Across the Pod on Anchor for a podcast. And I'm also one of the three lovely female hosts of Birds With Balls, which is at Birds With Balls on Twitter. Fantastic. And Rob, Nationals. Yeah, it's uh, only Twitter, and that's Nationals underscore UK. There you are. Oh, no, look, Rob's out of here. Look. <laughs> uh, Rob's and, ready for a beer. And of course, uh, UK Phillies on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, uh, Instagram, uh, Silver FX uh, slash Philadelphia Phillies United Kingdom for merchandise, uh, Broad Street to Britain for podcasts. And of course, everyone, don't forget the brilliant MLB UK community. Uh, on Twitter and uh, in play runs, which is starting uh, opening day this sun uh, this Sunday. Oh man, I wish <laughs> that's wishful thinking. That's there, Dave. Wishful thinking. Dave will do a spring trading one because the Phillies will win that. So <laughs> yeah, we haven't won one one in play runs yet, and we've got hey, the Braves. Ne- we've got the Braves for the first ne- one. Ne- never mind, Dave. Those live commentaries me and you did the. Uh, the first one we ever did where the Bra- I saw the highlights of that earlier this week on YouTube where the Braves put 15 runs up against the Phillies. And his little and face Dave go, doing, gets, falls further and further. Yeah, Dave were doing Periscope and there's just the, the great screenshot on the 8 0 down and Dave's like this. He had his board up and everything, didn't he? His little whiteboard. 
<laughs> stunning. Yeah, Absolutely he's not, he's stunning. He's not counting after about 11. Just, just good <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's some painful. The only highlight of ever doing you, you those two shows. You did get about that. Raul did hit the Grand Slam. The Grand Slam, did, so. JT, yeah, was did, the only highlight in about nine hours of baseball we did live. That JT, that two-minute JT highlight was the only the only highlight. Yeah, I've learnt my lesson there. Are um, looking forward to the fantasy draft, Dave? Oh, well, yeah, of course. Are you, are you gonna the, pick, I hope you've been listening. Are you going to pick the right Nola? Roto Brits for all your tips. There you go, Bob. Podcast. Yeah, and Pete, What's where was that? the Ro- the Roto Brits uh, plug? Well, it's Pete's show. It's not mine. I mean, I'm going to be on one of them, but <laughs> well, I ran out of time. There's too many, too many there, projects there, there's, there's there's going got, on here. You've got so much to plug. There's Roto Brits as well, of course. All the UK team accounts and Twitter will be uh, again for the third year taking part in the big competitive twenty team fantasy baseball. The draft is coming up, and uh, as you all know, yes, I picked the wrong. Nola last time. <laughs> the wrong however, A Nola. <laughs> however, yeah, the wrong A Nola. However, Austin Nola came through last season. And what as a round as a round two pick. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, two. are you tr- are you trying this year, Dave? Is that is that the new the new Dave? <laughs> I won't be drafting purely Phillies players, except Alec Bowen, Bryce Harper. Get, get on breakout get King Green, Zach Ethan, Zach Wheeler, uh JT Real Muto. Uh, and then bench players like Quinn, uh, Hazley. So, yeah, knew me. Get your ears on Roto Brits for all your fantasy baseball needs. I'll be cu- cu- I'll be coming to one of those shows near you soon. Oh, this <laughs> is slick. Right, That's guys, right. thank you so much for uh, for watching and listening. Uh, the show will be going out on the uh, UK Phillies YouTube channel. And, of course, Broad Street to Britain podcast. Next week, we'll uh, should have Alex Carr back if he's not too busy. Been a Twitch <laughs> sensation. I, I suspect that'll be a bit more optimistic. Yeah, back, back. <laughs> normal service will be resumed, uh, and of course, we'll build ourselves up to win the World Series again. Um, yeah, so we'll be back next week to see how halfway through spring, but then of course, the season will be around the corner. We'll start looking at the first week of the new season and going uh, how spring's going so far because it's pitching wise, it's looking pretty good. Uh, <laughs> Guys, uh, you guys, thank you for coming on. Tracy, Rob, Pete, Bob, thank you for your time. It's been fun. We'll catch up again. We need to catch up throughout the season, I think. It's been a lot of Mid-season fun. Mid-season review. How about that? Well, yeah. no, I get I get the feeling that the lightness of that depends on how well the Phillies are doing. It's solely The Phillies are like that. 10 games off the pace. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting a call. No, like, we know no that one is. No one's getting a call. <laughs> Season's done. Uh, guys, that's a wrap, guys, uh, from me, Dave Shaw. Thank you very much for listening and watching. Please subscribe and leave a nice rating if you've liked and uh, enjoyed what you've listened to. And we'll see you next week. Good night. Goodbye. <laughs>